0: Hey, this is Eric with the PHP Ugly Crew. First off, thanks for listening to our show. We do appreciate having the feedback we get from listeners. And uh, if you haven't already, join us in Discord. But I do want to take a moment and apologize for the audio quality of this podcast. Not that we do that great of a job, but we typically try to do a little bit better of a job than you're going to hear this week. We have been wanting to add some uh, production quality to the show, specifically the video version of the show, and we tried out some new software that seriously impacted our recording capabilities and our normal podcast recording workflow. As a result, I had to actually scrape the audio off of our YouTube channel and edit from there. And there are a lot of hiccups with the new software. So we are working on that. Um, If you haven't seen the video version of PHP Ugly, I too encourage you to check us out on YouTube, uh, specifically episode 133, where we're adding some quality and content to the stream by doing some overlies and sharing some browsers. Um, And subscribe to our YouTube channel would be awesome as well. Uh, Other than that, um, our typical ramblings do ensue. I hope you can work through this week. We hope to uh, work through some of these recording challenges and spruce everything up all around in the future. Thanks, and enjoy the show.
1: They're not doing that. They're just doing voting record by state versus most important search term
2: so basically if you're in california you're basically liberal and if you're in kansas you're conservative
1: yes and you want to see someone else uh entertain your wife for you
2: welcome to php ugly episode 133 i'm your host john congdon with me my good friend Eric van johnson hello hello Man, that delay is killing me. And my other best friend, Tom Rideout.
1: Hey! <laughs> hey, it worked! You're listening Back. to the Lost Episode.
2: Yeah, this, <laughs> one, this one's not going to make it anywhere.
0: If you're listening to this as a podcast, some, something fantastic has happened and actually went our way. Otherwise, you're going to have to be watching this one uh, as a live stream. where We're trying some new things out with our stream. And it's, it's caused a few hiccups in our normal workflow, so we apologize. Or maybe we don't apologize. Maybe we're doing you a favor. Maybe if this one never actually gets released, we're doing some of our listeners a favor.
2: We're changing way too many variables at once.
0: In production on a Friday night, that's the way you do it, baby. Well, for us, it's a Thursday night, but, you know, same principle.
2: So the problem with this new setup is you're going to be sharing screens that we're not going to see unless we're watching the YouTube stream which is on a delay on my screen over here and very distracting.
1: Yes, that's <laughs> the one problem with the setup.
0: But, well, I mean, you don't have you don't have to worry about the you don't, don't worry about what I'm sharing. Just just assume I'm doing I, a fantastic I'm, I'm job. I'm definitely being
2: I'm definitely afraid of what you're going to be sharing. <laughs> Way too much control over there.
0: So the only thing, I, well, not the only thing. Obviously, we've run into a couple of issues with our new streaming software. And by the way, a big thanks goes out to Michael Dorinda, who uh, heard me complaining about wanting to up our live stream presentation a little bit and some of the challenges I was having with OBS on Mac. And he suggested some, some new software, which is what I'm doing now. And uh it's got its pluses and its minuses. Uh the biggest well, one of the minuses that came to me immediately was um in OBS I was able to to stream a Discord overlay which allowed the Discord chat to show up. And this doesn't have that functionality. But um but I, I can make do without that. That's not that big of a deal. Where and of course obviously we're running into a couple of other small issues we need to work through. A lot of this just just uh Figuring out the new workflow, man. I am seeing a delay on my end now
1: that's driving me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's what's going
0: live or not. But if, if it makes
1: you feel any better, there's two delays because I'm also watching you being delayed and the stream, which is double delayed.
0: Right. So if you listen to the stream, am am I delayed on the stream?
2: I don't
1: know. Open right. open question time on PHP Ugly. Hey, how's the stream doing?
0: Hey, anybody <laughs> in Discord, uh, am I, am I delayed on the stream? And, uh, if you're not in Discord, if you look in the, uh, upper left hand corner of our stream, that would be our Discord link if you would like to, like to join us. Uh, I think Tomorrow. it's, yeah, it's like right here. I think it's right here for me.
2: Well, it's so, right above uh, your head.
1: That's easy for you. Uh, uh, according Jesus, to Gishu, we're in sync, so
0: everybody says we're in sync how do you guys like this you guys like this I uh, big thumbs up if you do uh, somebody thumbed up uh, somehow I'm I'm getting thumbs ups in in an interface here I don't know what that's about but um, yeah so this is cool I mean this is gonna allow us to share sh- share some things on the live stream like I said we're just looking to to up the uh, video stream a little bit so you don't have to look at our ugly faces so much and uh, I want to do things like uh, share the discord peep not Discord. <laughs> Share uh, you know, our Patreon people that, that contribute to Patreon, give them a big shout out and thanks and all of that and stuff like that. So that's that's what this is about. We may we may abandon it. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see how
1: it goes. <laughs> but <laughs> we'll test it made, a little bit more first, I think. Yeah, yeah. I just
2: made the mistake of looking in Discord. I don't know where Gishi was starting with the the comments tonight.
0: No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he's all jacked up on Red Bull. He's, a uh, he's a truck driver. A couple shooters here. Yeah, okay. I hope, I hope you're pulled over and, uh, not trying to drive and watch this, man. Okay, um, so John, I think you'd appreciate my setup right now for, to help reduce the echo in here. Uh, Remind me to show you tomorrow And uh, I'll show you
2: John I I don't know how recording is going to work If we actually try doing it from the office together Having two mics in the same room I'm no audio engineer I think it's going to be horrible
1: Well, we'll figure that out As opposed to this, which is professional grade
0: Everybody seems to like it They they seem to like the stream It, It seems to be working fine,
2: man well, I'm gonna to have to get a new microphone arm because the fact that I can't do anything because if I touch my desk, you guys complain about it. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, killing me. I was
1: actually me. gonna mention that earlier.
2: Eric, <laughs> Eric's did. Were you, were you paying attention desk. to him?
1: No, I I'm literally looking at five of us.
2: <laughs> don't look. Minimize everything. Don't. You don't need to
1: look can't at anything. I not look. <laughs> I'm horrified. <laughs>
2: Oh, man. Hey, it's good to be back, by the way. I was not here last week. No, we didn't miss you. I didn't Uh, think you did. uh,
1: Protein deficiency from that vegan diet just passed (laughs) right out.
2: (laughs) That, or it was my wife's birthday on Friday, and I wasn't going to spend the night before doing this. That's just ridiculous.
1: Passing out on your wife's birthday sounds awful. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> nope, not in the hospital again. <clears throat> not this time. Issue. I'm watching. <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> so we do, we do have a little news, a little coding news. John has grown to embrace Laravel more and more.
2: Oh my gosh! I got my my little microservice not completed, but. Uh, in a good functional state, if I could get the, uh, ops people to, to get it on stable hardware. And the, the problem is they're NFS mounting from AWS into a data center in Vegas. So that's wow. not stable. Ouch. And,
0: that's horrible.
2: <laughs> yeah. But I've got a, a workaround and the, I'm really loving a lot of the configure, configuration options. I was able to get it posting the slack when NFS wasn't working within a minute. I mean put in a couple configuration options and I was good to go. I was shocked.
0: So so what is it I mean what about Laravel are you liking right now? I mean what what's what's got you kind of
2: at all? Well, just the fact that I get to work in a Framework is a good thing. <laughs> uh, the fact that I've been a- was able to write this microservice pretty damn quickly. I had A couple of API endpoints. Uh, it's processing audio files, creating, taking an MP3, uh, turning it into wave, pushing it up to S3, storing it on NFS, updating database records, all very seamlessly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was able to uh, get a set up a API endpoint for the monolithic system to retrieve the data it needs very easily. So all in all, it's just been easy to get something up and running.
0: And it's, it's making sense like the flow and where things go makes sense when you're coding.
2: Yes. And no, I mean, I'm still suffering from trying to do things perfectly, you know, Mm -hmm. working with a bunch of people that have an eye for, Oh, that should be, a service or the, or a provider or you should split this up into multiple services. You know, just I, I get stuck in that mindset of I'm not doing this perfectly. Mm-hmm. So then I I end up down this rabbit hole of what do I have to change? What, what am I missing? Trying to uh, dependency inject every possible thing I can. And just sometimes it, it gets a little numbing. Like, so I just get stuck. Right, right. I must have gone through like three or four iterations of, of this code before I finally settled on something that seems to be working. And then on top of that, the code I'm replacing is like code written 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's a single script and just very, not necessarily hard to read, but there's logic in there that I kept getting lost on. And I think it was because it w- used to do more things and then some code was taken out. So at one point, it moves, moves file one to file two, then file two to file three, and then back to file one. <laughs> it, it, it's just like, what's happening? Why is this doing this? And and the, the variable names are, were so bad that it just made it hard for me to to follow the logic sometimes or remember all the steps mm. I really needed to. Uh, I whiteboarded it in the office over there. It's like, okay, I need to do this, this, and this, and that's it. Stop overthinking everything else. Right,
1: right. Hey, liked, don't cheat uh, off that I liked having you consult with me for the all the larval issues you've been having.
2: No problem. Thanks for all your help. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, yeah it's uh, <laughs> literally zero times. <laughs>
0: oh, oh I, 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 thought, uh, I thought you were making fun of the fact that every time he asked me, I would tell him this stop bothering me and figure it out on his own.
1: <laughs> no, it's it's more about the fact that I've I've made it clear that I'm very lonely in Colorado and I know exactly what he's going through and can help him but he still doesn't call me.
0: Well, I feel like a complete <laughs> idiot cuz like the one time the one time he asked me to help, I realized he was asking for my help. I sat there with him and he's like, "Yeah, you know, I'm trying to do this and I'm trying to move a file and the file's not there." I'm like, "All right, let me look at your code." I look at his code and I'm like, Yeah, no, that's right. It should be working. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
2: what what was really pissing me off was it worked locally. I had it running on Docker on my local machine. Everything was writing to the file system correctly. But I moved it to a, a Docker instance in Amazon, and it wasn't working and just was driving me mad. So,
0: so so he decided to drive me mad too, because I'm like looking and I'm like, there's nothing wrong with that code. It 100% should be working. And of course we start going down the completely wrong rabbit hole. He's like, maybe it has something to do with the Docker instance. I'm like, no, no, Laravel doesn't, it doesn't know it's on a Docker instance. It's just talking to its file system. And I was going crazy.
2: It it, it was really frustrating to the point where later that night I just, forced a new deployment so it would kick off a a new docker instance and start working and i was very confused only to find out that the person that set up the uh, the environment set up two hosts and it wasn't on nfs yet so basically my post was going to an api on server two i was only looking on server one because i didn't know he had multiple instances up and running so we spent a lot of time debugging nothing, <laughs> basically.
0: <laughs> so was it, like, was, it was working. I mean, that, that, that it was, was, it, we were just looking in the wrong spot.
2: Right. And then the fact that I said, no, a new deployment fixed it, and you looked at me like I was crazy. And then the more I thought about it, I'm like, no, no, I am crazy because that shouldn't be the case. It was the same code. And then all of a sudden it hit me. Oh, yeah, there were multiple instances running.
1: Yeah but I mean isn't that the test of a of a developer is to on a regular basis say no this should be working why isn't it working or much. this this shouldn't be working why is it working
2: <laughs> I do that one way more often
1: I we had a we had a bunch of issues today our uh, production server when we push out to it it does a cache flush uh and we have to deal with cache a lot because we have millions of hits a day like unique hits or maybe hundreds of millions, I don't even know at this point. And uh, the cache wasn't flushing on our staging server, so we would push out these massive changes, and then the the staging server would only change half of the stuff, and our QA people would just keep asking us, like, why isn't it working, why isn't it working, why can't you do your jobs? So, oh, sorry, cache didn't get flushed, and yeah, it's... And now I'm prepping for tomorrow because tomorrow is my big, uh, last day for the year. I'm going on vacation till the second. Oh, right. And, but they have a thing that they want done for like next week. So I just have to do it tomorrow. (laughs)
2: Like
1: at, at whatever personal cost it ends up taking. So. Looking forward to that, are you? Yeah, really excited.
2: So, what was the reason that the cache wasn't flushing? Was it? Did you find a culprit, or was it
1: just because just we don't a, have we don't have the command in our deployment script to flush cache for staging, only for production? Ah. Uh, uh, so, just an oversight. That. Yeah. So, instead of fixing the oversight, I just manually flushed the cache thirty times today.
2: <laughs> <laughs> How hard is it to update your your deployment script?
1: It's, a, it's harder than flushing the cache 30 times
2: <laughs> killing me can't be that hard can it
1: <clears throat> i don't know i didn't even look <laughs> <laughs> i had to i have a special page in the admin for flushing the cache and it was the the cash key was just www so it was literally three keystrokes and then the job was done I wasn't going to make my my life harder by trying to find where the deployment script was supposed to flush the cache and it was missing that key that's that's someone else's problem this week so maybe,
2: I'm, uh, wow you're killing me I, I still can't understand why why you can't compare here's my my production deployment steps and here's my staging deployment steps and figure out where it's different and fix it.
1: Because my staging server does, like, a full artisan install with migration and seed. And it doesn't have to deal with the stuff that the production server, which is, like, deploying to 10 different server clusters with a supervisor and blah, blah, blah. So comparing the two is not optional because it's it's a whole web interface that we have to go through. That has individual commands specked out at stages of the deployment.
2: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Cool.
1: Who else
0: has worked on anything, Tom, Thomas? You anything else fun this week? Any coding stuff?
1: No, built, it's the holidays. I built so shelves. I
0: that's what, that's what I did this week. I built shelves in our office.
2: I don't. They I don't, look really good too.
0: I don't code anymore. I just. I, I build things apparently. <laughs> Thank you, John.
2: That's how I, how I felt last week. It was a lot of like putting desks together or putting in a, a new door lock. It, it just seemed like so much stuff to be done. Yeah.
1: Is it a is it a cool door lock? It is. It's a fingerprint scanner. Yeah, I knew yeah. it. I knew yeah. it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool. And it was what's really cool is, you know, all the developers now they can they can come come and go. We don't have to be here. We don't have to unlock the door. We're still trying to figure out uh deliveries. Like UPS and FedEx, they they won't drop stuff off. Uh, they like they like did the first day and then they wouldn't drop stuff off anymore. They kept they kept saying, Hey, your door was locked, nobody was there, so we, we left. Well you're
1: you're supposed to wear clothes when you answer the door. <laughs> so, that's so. probably reason reason one I'd look into.
0: <laughs> but uh but it's, the office has come along nicely. Um, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying coming in. So, yeah.
2: We have been having like two to three developers there almost every day. And it's just nice sharing the space and being able to talk through problems, you know, face to face.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was. I'm, I'm
2: enjoying it more than I thought I would.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's weird. It's it, after working remote for so long and 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 having such a, a workflow around not being around anybody, but having to Skype with people and Slack with people, and now having people physically in the same space again, you, you, there there are benefits. I and mean, you, you've always known that. There's always benefits with people physically being located together and benefits to remote work as well. So I think we found a nice little medium where you know people can come in if they want. We have a space for people to come in if they want. If they want to work remote, they can work remote.
2: I just realized a new problem with this format. Before on Hangouts, if I wasn't talking, people didn't look at me. Now you got it. Where all three of us are up all the time. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'll, I'll make it. I'll make it so it's only you there. Thanks. So now, I appreciate now for, that. for the rest of the podcast, it's only going to be John. Thank you. I've, thank you.
1: I've been distinctly aware of that new problem from the moment like the this shirt. podcast started. Yes.
0: Yeah. That that, is, that Oops. is.
1: Oh wow, that was painful.
0: Make sure Sorry. you knock everything over.
2: Sorry. I barely tapped the desk that time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I do wish that uh, you could set this up to, to rotate, automatically rotate between scenes. Um, but that is not an option. At least not an option I found. I'm still learning the software. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is. I got this. So. I'm flipping. I'm flipping. Boom, boom.
2: <laughs> well, now we just gotta figure out your audio lag, because that's turning out to be a big problem.
0: Yeah, I saw somebody mention it in Discord it's way bad for me right now. Like I'm, I'm major out of sync right now.
1: Mm-hmm. You, you just synced up for me, really?
0: Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep the uh, Patreon page up for a little while. Let's see if that uh, <laughs> syncs it. Maybe that,
2: maybe that was it, because you are synced right now. Yeah, so you're perfectly sick right, right now. Around.
0: Oh, really? Just keep hitting <laughs> buttons. Touch all the buttons. <laughs> That's funny because I, I was I was way out of sync on my end. So yeah, are you keep... still there? Well, I just have the Patreon page up right now. These are all oh, our you're... lovely Patreons for anybody interested.
2: You're looking over on that. I thought you were talking about on the uh, Skype window. You're out of sync.
0: Oh, I I'm not even looking at the Skype window. Yeah, that oh. Skype window is gone for me right now. But uh
1: got it. Yeah, I, I think we should pivot to a podcast production company from, from here because clearly we're experts.
0: Yeah, no, we got this, man. <laughs> we're 100% on, on on it here. Look, I can, I can even run commercials. I'm, I'm a, See, this is the other thing I don't like. I wish there was a way that I could share the what I see with you guys So, when I do things, you, you, you guys see what I'm doing. I'm like, right now, I'm sharing, I'm sharing a mission control, uh, banner commercial, uh, for, for us. So, I don't know how long, how long the stream takes to catch up to that, but. Yeah, I see it. You see it now? Yeah, see, I got a little mission, little, little mission control there. Not like they, they can (laughs) click on it or anything, but, you know,
2: it's, it's cool. Well, if you're going to do that, we need to get the URL under there. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, wonder,
0: I wonder if I can add, add that live. Watch. I'll, I'll do it live. Let me see. Let me
2: see. Watch. Uh... Or you can just say it three times like you normally do. Get <laughs> mission control if,
1: if if we're going to continue with this format, though, I clearly need a better camera and a makeup crew.
2: <laughs> and and lighting like ring lights right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. We de- we definitely need
0: that. I meant I meant to tell you that, John. We need to get uh we need to get ring lights.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you. are taking this way too far.
0: There you go. There you go. I got the URL up.
1: I, I assume that I, I
0: assume that'll show up at some point. We started
1: getting we started getting that sweet uh, Patreon money, and he just he took it. To the next degree. I have
0: not used any Patreon money for anything you've seen. This has all been Diego dev money, which doesn't make John feel any better, but
1: yeah. Wow, there there goes my audio. <laughs> what
2: what do, do you mean? There goes your audio.
1: You guys are doing the super skippy audio thing again. What? Anyways.
2: Fun stuff.
0: That's what you get for trying to run th- Skype on Linux, bastard.
1: You told me to run Skype on Linux.
0: <laughs> I don't think you... That's what does the whole camera thing, man. What am I supposed to do here? Look, I got three individual cameras. You you think that's easy to do? Look at that. Boom, boom, boom. I oh, don't have to tell this you, man. Is,
2: we're not supposed to be watching. This is All right, we're talking dream. way too much. This podcast... This episode is going way downhill.
1: This is horrible.
2: I'm sorry to the listeners.
1: The best part is we can't tell how long we've been running either. <laughs>
2: Oh, I can. You just point. have to listen to some key clicks. <laughs> oh no, I can't. I, I had to turn it off. That's right. <laughs> that's. I think that's it. Is...
0: I think. we're wrapping up, right? That's that. That, that felt. That felt about an no. hour. Felt like it was about
1: I, an hour. This is gonna blow your mind. It's been eighteen minutes.
0: What?
2: <laughs> uh, you looking at the YouTube?
1: Yeah. Uh, you guys don't have you guys don't have anything to talk about here, programming or, or tech or computer wise. I've just loaded up on Doom and Gloom this week. What are you
2: talking about? We were doing. We talked about Laravel. We talked about Doom and Gloom for right issues. You
1: know, we haven't talked about seven point three. What about seven point three? Seven point three with OPCache enabled is really disagreeing with Laravel. We already knew that
0: by our wonderful people in Discord. Were you part of that conversation? I guess. Guess I was not. there in
1: Discord. Wow, you, I can barely listen to you guys. <laughs> a, lot po- a, lot of, a lot of a lot of a
0: lot of people uh, who listen to our podcast say that, believe it or not.
1: Um, yeah, 7, 7.3. There's a new RC, as Gishu just said, there's a new uh, release candidate for 7.3.1, but I didn't see anything addressing specifically the bug that Taylor reported and that a lot of people have experienced with the mailable interface uh, just crashing.
0: Taylor? who Are we supposed
1: to know who Taylor is? Taylor Otwell. Hmm. The Taylor Otwell.
0: Of Laravel thing. Okay. He reported yeah. a bug?
1: Yeah, he he did report an official bug to, uh, to the PHP internals. So
2: what was happening? What was it causing? Uh,
1: it thought that the mailable class was a container class and failed on some kind of opcache optimization for it, but uh, it still isn't clear why.
2: But it's, so if it was just an opcache thing that it still worked, the code worked, but it just didn't cache it?
1: Uh, if you had opcache enabled, then it would crash, it would fatal error on anything Uh. using a, you know, instantiating a mailable interface. Um, if you disabled opcache, it would work correctly, and Taylor pushed out a new version of Laravel that has a fix to circumvent the bug, but it's still not a Laravel bug. It's just a Laravel fix for a PHP bug.
2: Interesting. I wonder how it, I'd have to look at that. I want to see what he did to get around it.
1: A return in the mailable interface was enough to circumvent the bug. Huh. So, uh, his, his fix, his fix, I believe, was more uh, than just a carriage return. I think it was something that checks and verifies that it's operating correctly. But, yeah, like one fix I saw was editing the mailable interface and adding a carriage return to a specific line, and that fixed it. Hmm. So make of that what you will.
2: Eric, why are you sharing a PGP signature?
0: I'm sharing the uh, article Gishu p- posted in uh, Discord. Uh
1: sharing the what? I don't see what you're sharing. Oh, uh, it's on YouTube. Sorry.
0: And look, I'm in a little circle down here in the corner. Where, where am I at? Well, I got to face this way to look at the article. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? <I'm> so- <laughs> I mean, you it yet?
1: That's
0: You gotta enjoy it. Shit, why not enjoy it? <laughs>
2: Oh, this is one horrendous episode. <laughs> uh,
1: you guys still on Facebook?
0: Sort of. Fair. A little bit.
1: I, I announced to my wife that I was probably going to delete Facebook this weekend.
0: Uh, what do you plan to accomplish from that?
1: Uh, getting out of the radar of the advertising mega corpse.
2: <laughs>
1: Good luck
0: with
1: that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't know.
0: I first thing I I don't think you can, right? I mean I, I just
2: I everywhere. So, yeah, it's somebody incredible.
0: somebody's going to be following, yeah. But um yeah, like uh, we were talking about this last week, Thomas. I uh you know, I dropped off Facebook. Just because I, you know, I didn't, I, I just, I'm a horrible Facebooker and I, I didn't use it. And I really fell out of contact with, uh, with some family and friends, uh, who quite frankly, I mean, the only, only way I stay in touch with them is through Facebook. The only, only reason I know what's going on in their life is through the posts that they make in Facebook. And it's just, you know, it's, I don't know. I, I, I realized, I, I realized how out of sync i had gotten with some some key family members and some friends who i i consider close friends but who are physically located like the other side of the country i don't hang out with them on the weekend we don't talk on the phone i mean that that's that's how i kept up with, kept up with what was going on i i know another good friend of mine is you know on his third job interview now uh, of a company that he he's really hoping to get a position at and the only reason i know that's because he's posting he's posting it on facebook and i don't know i mean good luck with it I, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say you're a caveman for doing it or anything but i was just surprised how how much of an impact it had on me uh, and even still today i mean i have to think to log into facebook to kind of see what everybody's doing or at least you know, once a week. I still don't post. I, I told myself I would post once a week. And he, and he even I, I had for years had very much had a delineator in Facebook of I'm not gonna post my my geek stuff in Facebook or anything I'm doing professionally in Facebook. My Facebook is just for my friends uh, and family. And I recently you know, started doing that. I posted uh the New office, um, but like a lot of people on Facebook didn't know that I owned my own business with John, and you know, it, they just assumed that I was still working for somebody and doing, I mean, you know, whatever. But yeah, you know, I posted a little thing saying, Hey, you know, just kind of giving everybody an update. You know, the business I started however many years ago now, you know, we, we just got another office and. Mm-hmm. But even that, I don't, I don't do.
1: Yeah, I'm just, every day there's some new horrendous story about Facebook and it became clear to me that, that all of the the pomp and circumstance that Facebook puts into its security stuff is just complete, completely false. They, they do not care. Um, the big story today was, do not care that, about uh, what, though. Their users. They care about engagement. They care about. Right. Uh, I think I think they
0: do care. I, I think they do care about their users, but I don't think they care. Like they they don't care about your your personal well being, sort of say. But they care that you have a good experience on Facebook.
1: They care that you continue to provide them with information. That. They don't care if you enjoy it, because I mean, if if they could find some negative system that created more information, they would take advantage of it. They they don't care about that. What they care about is keeping users engaged and producing data. Um, the The big story today, this week, was Facebook allowing access to all private messaging and profile information to. Uh, Netflix and, what? uh, other corporations.
0: What? Wait, you got a link for this?
1: Uh, yeah, I do. Which one? Uh, right.
0: Give it to me. read it on me. Let me see the article. Oh, jeez. You see, you snuck that in. How are we supposed to, how am I supposed to prepare this stuff if, if uh, <laughs>
1: if You're uh, not, no, it's, I have to keep you on your toes. Mm. Um, Yeah, there's a a large cache of documents that were internal to Facebook that got published and it revealed that uh, several third parties had direct access to private messages and other uh, confidential information or presumably confidential information. Uh, Last week we were talking about Facebook tracking your location data even if you asked it not to. Uh, Mm. The week before that, Zuckerberg said he wasn't gonna go in front of a panel in England because fuck you. Uh, (laughs) that that was literally it. You know, this security vulnerabilities, Cambridge Analytica, which is one example of a system that they put in place that was exploited. Uh, the popular example, but they just haven't told us what other companies did the same thing. You know, and, Mm and then seeing how frequently i mean my wife came up to me this week and said i looked up a gift basket for my friends uh for christmas on my work computer and then i got an ad for it on my phone from facebook <laughs> and and i was like yeah of course you did
0: yeah she said yeah. like, no
1: but i was on i was on amazon like yeah duh like Amazon and Facebook, best buds. They're, they're data aggregators and processors. That's what they do. Amazon bought, Amazon gave that data to Facebook so that they could advertise to you on Facebook and Instagram and every other platform that they maybe don't own or maybe do. It's like, I'm so sick of, of the, the casual, Way that all our data is being collected now in the last two years. Yeah, but, it,
0: but, but again, I mean, yeah, uh, I understand you getting up in a soapbox and and, and you want to go live in a cabin in the woods and stuff, but I, no, I'm not, I sh- I'm not sure. I'm not sure what you're, you're gonna, going to accomplish. I just don't but want okay, assholes yeah, I mean, running it. So <laughs> well, here's that's here's not going to change. This this show is not going to be about that though. I mean, what, what's the thing? I mean, I'll, I'll give you one more thing, but. Yeah, you 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 can rant about this for the next hour. It's I don't. Yes, I can. I know you can. What's your? I'll give you one last thing. What's your last thing? Go ahead. I'll, I'll even I'll even put the spotlight on you.
1: So a a group tried to figure out what Facebook's uh market cap was actual functional market cap. Um. And to do this, they had to figure out what each user was worth. And so they proposed to users, how much would I have to pay you to quit Facebook? So what is it, what is Facebook worth to you to not have for free, for quote unquote free? And they came to roughly $250 per user. Okay. Which puts Facebook's market cap at Five hundred and forty-two billion dollars. But the thing about market caps is that that's the maximum value it can hold. And every time a user leaves Facebook, the whole market cap goes down by a percentage because the the one user leaving affects the value to all other users.
2: Okay.
1: So right, so well, that's so, my so point. Is, is that your last point? That's my my point is that. You might not get, you might not make a big impact by leaving Facebook, but a lot of people leaving Facebook does make a big impact. Yeah, I just don't see that happening. So, well, good luck. I Nobody know can. that's because it's one of my ideas. You don't see my ideas happening. <laughs> All
2: right. I just don't see people leaving the the comfort of being able to communicate with friends and family in a Easy, easy way where I can just put crap out there. And sure, it's but no one saw not.
1: that happening to MySpace either. Yeah. And MySpace imploded in, what, three months?
0: Yeah, but why did it implode?
1: Because a better solution came along.
0: Right, exactly. So, yeah, will Facebook implode? Yeah, when the next Facebook comes along, maybe, but... So no, I'm announcing
1: my new project,
0: sure. Muskbook, and and, 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 let, and let's be honest, I mean... You know how many your privacy comes first. We're going to be like Facebook, but respect your privacy. Pro- projects have there been out there that have fallen flat on their face? I don't
1: know. I've never seen them. any. Yeah.
2: You've never. You've never seen any, or you've never seen any that did a good job.
1: I've literally never been, seen any. You're, you're out, really out of your, your mind. Men. Yeah,
2: there's been a ton no, of
1: them. I know. I know they're. I know they're out there. I'm not saying that they're not out there. I'm just saying. No one has ever said, I'm on this, you should join me here.
2: Hmm.
1: And so that's the problem, is that, yes, a billion of these stupid things exist, but they're not making money because they don't have users. They don't have users because they don't have users.
0: Well, and the thing is, they won't
1: make money if they respect your privacy as well, right? They won't the, make as much money, but they'll still they, make they, money. People anymore. have to settle for getting what they'll get.
2: <laughs> that's that's the how it works.
1: The they're not going to get
2: ethically. users if they if they just see it as a Facebook like platform because all of their friends are already on Facebook.
1: Right. Sure. So
2: they're not going to you can't drag everyone over because it's not going to have that cascading effect.
1: But that's yeah. not true for teenagers. Teenagers <clears throat> are not on Facebook like adults are.
2: Which is a good
0: thing. That's true. Yeah. Well, not really, because the alternative is not that great either. They're on Snapchat and crap like that. Okay, but yeah, but are you are you ready to be jealous, Thomas? I'm gonna I'm gonna need you to, to to work with me here. You're gonna need to look at the stream. How how far behind is our stream? Uh, I think it's pretty far behind. Speaking of Facebook, I told you I have a friend at Facebook, uh, and uh, he. He called me up and he says, Hey, he says, are you still into PHP? Is PHP still something that interests you? I'm like, yeah, it is. Uh, kind of built a, business a little, around occasionally. It. <laughs> kind of, uh, you know, and I told him, like, I run a user group down here. My whole company is built around PHP development, blah, blah, blah. He's like, Hey, I've got these, uh, I got these PHP HHVM elephants on my desk. Um, I don't know what to do with. it. Are you, would you be interested in one of these? I'm like, wait a minute. You're talking about the the, the 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 HHVM elephant, like the stuffed elephant, the plushie. He's like, he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, it's kind of cool. He's like, but you know, I just don't know what to do with it. I'm like, hell yeah, I'll take that. He actually sent it to me. So eventually, this, hopefully, the stream catches up, and I'm showing yeah. it to yeah. you. here. Yeah? Why does that look like a Pittsburgh Steelers elephant? <laughs> pittsburgh steelers elephant i don't know because
2: it's black black and gold um it's about eight seconds behind and you couldn't say hey can i have a couple of them
0: well he said he he said he only had like one or two on his desk i forget what he said but he's like do you want it like i I don't know if they just have these things laying around i should ask him i'm like hey can i get a can i get a few of these is this something that you guys can just do you have like a facebook store you can buy these it's hhvm though i mean are they is that even a thing anymore Yeah, that's cool. That's still a thing. But my wife's talking about. My my wife is like, "Hey, he's missing an eye." I'm like, "No, he's he's like part cyborg." It's It's cyborg
1: elephant. He's
0: not missing an eye. it's it's a robot eye. So yeah, I thought she'd like that.
2: He's not acting jealous. I I thought he'd be way more jealous.
0: I was hoping Um, He, he he's he's too busy raging about Facebook to.
1: Why would I be jealous when I have this?
0: Oh, we
2: have those, too.
1: Oh, you do?
0: Yeah, yeah, we have those, too. He sells those now. You can just buy them. It's, it's not as special as it was where you only got it if uh, you want it.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, just, I didn't see, have to buy this one. I had to uh, see Eric needs a to turn, system.
2: Eric needs to turn his camera over to the, the shelves he installed, and you'll see a whole row of elephants on the top shelf. We,
0: we, have, oh, we, have, we, have, our, we have ourselves quite the herd. <laughs> it's,
1: is, that, is that your echo reduction system?
0: The, the herd? Just, oh, that's yeah, what just I should actually... a should wall of elephants. <laughs> line them up uh, on my uh monitor here so that... uh That would have been a good idea.
2: <laughs>
0: no, that that that's not what I thought of.
2: I think it's hilarious that Eric left his house to drive to the office to record tonight.
0: That's how much I well,
1: care. Well, and if you listen to last week's episode, you'll know why that's a problem.
2: I, I heard. heard.
0: Okay, I got John... We have beer here by the way. We have beer in our in our fridge, but uh yeah, I'm drinking I'm drinking tea well, tonight. So ugh. point
2: point being what, what was the point in the beer in the fridge comment?
0: Well that, that that's one of the problems is because I'm I'm at the office, I can't get hammered on the podcast anymore because I have to drive home. I told them that we're getting a couch delivered here at some point and I can
1: just sleep on the couch. I'll be fine. That sleeping bag works just fine.
2: (laughs) Uh, He's turning the office into his escape plan. What happens? (laughs) That's his doghouse. He literally has a dog bed in the front of the (laughs) office, which I still don't understand why there's a dog bed in an office that doesn't allow dogs in the office.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the guys came in, they, they looked at the dog bed, they're like, So I guess you won that one. I'm like, it wasn't a competition.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's purely decorative. It's a Louis Vuitton dog bed. He was supposed to do everything, right?
2: The problem is when dogs are in there, the front door is just going to somehow end up open.
0: Nope. Nope. No. Just saying.
2: Things happen. I'm definitely
0: afraid of dogs. You are not afraid of dogs. You stop so, it. Uh,
2: <laughs> you
0: had a dog. You had one of the meanest dogs I knew. With a little booger,
2: like, <laughs> trying to bite me. Kidding me? It's because he was well-trained. <laughs> <laughs> and like yours, that just wants to jump up and lick you.
0: He just wants to ram his head into your crotch. Put me.
2: Speaking of that, oh my gosh, I went to pick Grayson up today and he jumped and his leg flew back. Wow. That hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that hurt so bad. I guess it made contact? Yeah. And then I like put him down quickly and like almost fell to my knees like, ow. And Jackie's (laughs) like, John, don't have such a reaction because Grayson immediately was concerned about me. Like, I don't know what happened and I'm like I'm okay buddy, I'm okay. Just,
1: don't so worry, there were no babies coming out of there anyways.
2: <laughs> <laughs> why not why
1: not
0: have such a reaction? That that shit hurts, man. Yeah. I know, but
2: but but I guess she saw his face just kinda drop like with concern and they don't want him being overly stressed or concerned about it.
1: Uh, I, women fundamentally can't understand a, a good smack to the testicles <laughs> she,
2: she I, did try, w- when I was in pain she did try to explain like daddy's okay but when when boys get hit uh, in the testicles it can hurt really really bad
0: can
1: hurt yeah
0: <laughs> does hurt not can not not, not there, there's a 50-50 chance it might hurt <laughs> no it hurts every time yeah <laughs>
1: It, it only hurts if you hit the sweet spot.
0: I was saying it doesn't even matter the degree of pressure. Like sometimes it's the slightest brush will bring
1: you down. I've, I've told you guys before. I was one day I was walking down the street with my wife, and she just she just goes boop for no reason, and and puts me straight down on the on the sidewalk.
0: And <laughs> starts laughing and pointing at you.
1: No, she was immediately. I started laughing because I knew she had no idea why she did it. She just did it. <laughs> and I, so I started laughing. She was really concerned because she, she, my legs went out from under me. I mean, I crumpled. <laughs> so she was concerned. And I just, I had to explain to her, like, no, it's, it's okay. We've been together at this point for seven years. So I should have seen it coming. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was bound to happen eventually I'm yeah, surprised it took so long stupid me walking down the street should have <laughs> known better <laughs> for as boring as I am my wife is the, the offset she sets the opposite direction in in as being an interesting person so that's the kind of thing I kind of have to get used to is just total chaos <laughs> it works Although I vacation next week, I've, I rarely take vacation from work, but, uh, my kids are going out of town to be with their biological dad, so I took the whole week off.
0: You're the weirdest the- individual I know of, man. You really are. Yeah.
2: Hey, what are your plans for the week?
1: <sighs> Probably do some work.
2: That makes perfect sense.
1: I don't know. I I mean, it's, we like drinking. That's kind of our Christmas present to ourselves, is just not having kids. So anything on top of that's just, you know, frosting.
0: All right, Thomas, did you, uh, did you actually read this Let's Encrypt stuff? Cause I'm looking at it. It looks pretty damn interesting.
1: Yeah. Explosive growth.
0: Wow, look at
1: that! That is incredible. I don't know incredible. what happened June 10th, but June 10th just skyrocketed. Did uh,
2: is it available in AWS now? Do they provide Let's Encrypt certificates? I don't know if they're Let's
0: Encrypt certificates, but they provide certificates now. That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know if they're Let's Encrypt, but like on on your load balancer and stuff, you can do. Uh, hmm. You have to do a load balancer. They, it's not on the server. The server, you've got to right. do it yourself. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, they do provide certificates, uh, free, free certificates in It'll AWS be now.
2: It'd be interesting to see if they started offering those on June 10th.
0: Wow. That growth from January 2016 to now is just insane. Wow. That's just insane. That's a good thing, though. More and more pages. Yeah. More and more pages. HTTPS. I really, I
1: really dig that. Uh, almost everything I go to now is encrypted, yeah. which, you know, that's that's good. Of course, I don't know what the endpoints doing with my data, but at, at least it's encrypted to the endpoint.
2: I, go, so go back up to the top graph. Yeah. Oh uh, no, we gotta wait for eight seconds. Uh, fully qualified domains active versus certificates active. Maybe that. That big jump is when they allowed wildcard certificates or multiple mm. domains per certificate. Maybe
0: I wonder. I wonder if that's what that was. Wildcard certs. It doesn't give you any information on on why that why that jump went like that. See,
1: if only Pornhub did analytics for everybody, we would know exactly why.
0: They do do some of the best in analytics,
2: don't they?
1: They really do, and, and they're, they're fast about it too.
2: Yeah. What did they? What did they share recently?
1: Uh, recently, they shared their breakdown of preferences by state by political alignment. Oh wow! And uh, it turns out that there's just a touch of hypocrisy on one end of the spectrum. <laughs>
2: right. How do they? Get, how do they get your political
1: preferences, though? <gasps> they go required. by the, the state's political preference.
2: Oh,
0: okay, so it's not the it's not necessarily the user. It's, it's not, not the no, user.
1: No, okay, well, I'm not going to rule it out. I'm not going to say, <laughs> oh, of course they're not collecting your data. Who would do that? Um, I, I have seen uh, studies that did connect voter, voter records with the actual person who voted through quote-unquote anonymous data that was being collected. What? Yeah, so that's a, a thing that happens in some states. But... They're not doing that. They're just doing voting record by state versus most important search term.
2: So basically, if you are in California, you're basically liberal. And if you're in Kansas, you're
1: conservative. Yes. And you want to see someone else uh, entertain your wife for you.
2: (laughs) It's weird. Oh, I
1: mean, <laughs> it's their word; they can use it.
0: You got anything else uh, of interest? Uh, I kind of want to talk about that um, Guardian, but I didn't finish reading that that Guardian post. Uh,
1: never stopped me. It never stopped you. No.
0: So the so, so the Guardian. Uh, They've moved from MongoDB, which is a NoSQL solution, over to Postgres. And um, I have a lot of interest in this because, you know, we've been toying around a lot with the idea of leveraging MongoDB a little bit more, or not MongoDB, well, MongoDB was one of the solutions, but leveraging NoSQL solutions for some of the stuff we're working on. And I saw this... This is probably one of the first times I saw a, a big group like this that moved away from a NoSQL solution to a a traditional relational relational database. And the thing that allowed them to do it, yeah? Somebody want to say something? I was like
2: going to say, say you often see it the other way around, going from relational to NoSQL.
0: Right, Exactly. Uh, the thing that allowed them to do this is actually something that we've been taking advantage of with MySQL. Was the fact that uh, Postgres has a JSON data type, um, and a JSON-B da- data type to be exact. And I guess they just started moving all their NoSQL stuff over to this, and, and it made the the transition uh, a little a little smoother. The the reason, I mean. The reason for the move wasn't necessarily anything like performance or anything like that. It it all came from from what I've read in the article so far. And like I said, I'm about halfway through the article, but uh, it, it really, it really centered around the fact of management. And I've been talking for a little while about, you know, how important ops is having dedicated operation people are to a company. Well, I mean, that can even be even more granular with databases, right? And with databases, you can actually have groups, and as a matter of fact, most enterprises do have fairly large groups that are dedicated to database management. And the problem they were having is Mongo there was no out-of-the-box service solution that they could take advantage of. And so it was it was it was costing them um to manage these Mongo databases. So they moved to uh, Postgres, but they moved to Postgres on AWS. AWS offers Postgres as a service, as one of their RDS services, which we use for our largest client, or one of our largest clients. We, we actually have two fairly large clients. Uh, one of our largest clients uses RDS, uh, but the MySQL brand. Uh, actually, they use MySQL and Postgres. And the only reason we're able to manage such a large database infrastructure is because we don't have to worry about the the more granular day to day taking care of the database. Uh, Amazon does that as part of their service. Uh, so I guess, I mean, I guess they had kind of a similar experience where, you know, they just, they, they were, they were spending too much time creating workflows around MongoDB and trying to manage their MongoDB environment that they realized that it was just costing, costing them a lot of money and they just moved over to Postgres. Um, but they still, they still kind of using, and, and I, will stress again, I haven't gotten through the entire article yet. Uh, it'll be in the show notes if, if you're interested. It, it was, it was actually reported by the guardian, but they're still kind of using the same philosophy of no sequel where everything is in this JSON column type. Um, it's just they're doing it in a relational database. And we, we've been taking kind of a similar approach where, like, if we interact with a service, uh, we have a couple of services we interact with. We extract the data that we think we're, we need today, and we may put it in, in columns. Um, so, you know, we may ask the service, hey, you know, give us information on, on this particular thing. It gives us a, a, a response, usually in adjacent, uh, uh, usually a JSON response, we'll extract the data we want and maybe store it in the database. But I typically, we typically now, as part of our architecture, we'll have a JSON column type that says, okay, whatever that payload was that they sent us back, just hold on to that entire payload. Because in the future, if we decided there's some more information in there we want, or maybe we don't necessarily need it for every call, but we want to be able to go back and find it, we have that we have all that data now and we don't have to, we don't have to create columns for every piece of data that comes back to us. So it's kind of cool. I'm looking, I'm mm-hmm. looking to more and more advantage of that. And, you know, I, I still find myself wondering, it's like, you know, am I ever going to need a actual NoSQL database or will, will that, will that always be able, well, will, will I always be able to use that the same way.
2: But I'd love so, to know, is there a conclusion in the article on performance? Was there a performance hit or anything like that?
1: Yeah. Uh, I, to me, that doesn't matter because everything scales horizontally now. I mean, they're talking about AWS. So I don't care about I don't care about AWS costs. And, uh, and RDS that, that's is... What it,
0: RDS is definitely one of the more expensive services they offer. That's for
1: sure. Right. So that performance isn't my, my concern. My concern is what did their bill come out to? I
2: mean, <laughs> we, have, <the> <laughs> we have a client that, we have a client that wants to use RDS, but in, and just has a bunch of EC2 instances running MySQL or MySQL. Sorry. Yeah, that's,
0: that's, that seems, uh, that seems like a, like a nightmare to me.
1: Now, I have to say that, to, to turn this to the PHP Ugly side of things, most of their complaints in this article appear to be about support from Mongo. Right. Versus support from Postgres. Is that they cannot get what I will... I just What's the word for it?
2: Enterprise? Enterprise-level
1: <laughs> support. <laughs> and because they... Which- thing- to get the enterprise quality support that they required, they went to a, a different product that did have.
2: Which shocks me, with these open source projects, it, you need to realize that's how you make money. <laughs> providing support.
1: Well, I, I think that the people who make money off of Mongo provide support as employees, not as supporters, as, as call centers. Versus yeah. Postgres, which I believe has a call center. Yeah. So, you know, just, just to turn it in the uh, PHP ugly direction there. We, we had a lively discussion of enterprise support in the uh, Discord channel. I'm not sure if you guys caught that. Oh, no, I totally missed that. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> it was, it ended up on our, Show questions, Ryan CCO, uh, discussing scalability of some frameworks and why queuing was not the best it could be. So I encourage <clears throat> everybody, uh, check out the Discord link in the upper left corner of your screen. Let's...
0: Yeah. Other way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh in and, and to to bring it back to Let's Encrypt, uh somebody uh maybe it was on Twitter. I think it was on Twitter, um might have been Ted Ted Nugent. Somebody on Twitter had had asked about Let's Encrypt and uh they were they were using um Cloudflare for their encryption. What what is your opinion of that where you have you have Let's Encrypt up until like a proxy? I mean, not let's encrypt, You have HTTPS up into a proxy, and then that proxy, you know, is 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 not encrypted after you know to your server. That's fine. And you think that's fine? Why is that? It,
1: it, for me, HTTPS encryption handles the airport problem, where you connect to the first open Wi-Fi signal you find. I if it weren't for Wi-Fi, HTTPS wouldn't be the issue it is today. That's. Mm-hmm. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't worry about encryption of web traffic until uh, Ethernet was no longer the standard in the home.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But now, with the explosion of mobile devices that only have an option for Wi-Fi connection and most of them automatically connect to the first open Wi-Fi network they see, yeah, you got to have it now. you got to stop the man-in-the-middle attack. I mean, it's, it's really just stopping one specific attack. Um, beyond that, if you care about security, you've got a VPN, or you've got something else. There's there's a network-level monitoring thing like Wireshark, but designed for end users. I, hell, I mean, Windows comes with a firewall built in that's just designed for handling local network traffic.
2: But theori- theoretically, there could still be a man-in-the-middle attack. Between Cloudflare and your servers at Amazon,
1: right? It's
0: just a little bit more
1: difficult. Well, right. yeah, that's, I mean, that's a government-sponsored attack, and nothing, they're going to win either way. Not necessarily. I, I think a lot could of be, it, it. It could be a,
2: a rogue network person that works at Amazon.
0: Well, he's still going to win. He's well, yeah. on their network. And, and again, I think I think what what it is you're trying to protect is important. Like if if. If you have credit card information going across the wire, then you then you're responsible to have end to in encryption, right? I mean that's just that's just the way it is. But if you're just like the PHP ugly website, having having your uh HCPS terminate at something like a Cloudflare ser so, uh yeah, Cloud is that what it's called? Cloudflare? Yeah. Uh, Cloudflare
2: or or the uh load balancers.
0: Right. Ha- having, having HTTPS uh, terminate there and then it being non-encrypted, is, I don't see that as a big big problem at all, personally.
1: Yeah. No, the, the big problem, like I keep saying, is the person you're giving the data to at the end point, are they trustworthy? No, Mark Zuckerberg is not.
0: <laughs> you got a <laughs> bug of your ass about Facebook tonight,
1: don't you? <laughs> Holy it's, it's all of them. If you look look at the last two years... They sent
0: us this really cool elephant. Where's he at? I'm going to put him right
2: there.
1: Yeah. I ain't running my code on hack. (laughs) (laughs) If you look at the last two years and the way things have progressed, it's the Equifax hack, which gave anyone who wants to buy it anyone's social security number, Facebook, Google+, uh, hundreds and hundreds of others. I mean, I, I have a list somewhere of the hacks that occurred this week and it's in the millions and millions of records and that's just the hacks that's the people really? who like i actually kind of don't care what they do with my data because i can recruit my losses my problem is when i say i'm interested in houseboats to go back to a, a episode 120 all of a sudden i'm getting ads for houseboats and to me that's kind of fucked up. Private conversations just don't really exist anymore.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, I do encourage you to delete the app from your phone. I haven't had it on mine for a long time. If I'm going to access Facebook, I do it directly.
1: Boy, I'd sure love to. Uh, Let's do it now, live on camera. Oh.
2: Does Samsung not let you delete the Facebook
1: app? Sure Sure it does. Factory app. Option is to disable, not to uninstall. (gasps)
2: <gasps> what?
1: <laughs> I cannot remove Facebook from my phone.
2: It's a virus. It's a f- it is. Get get, get get out of that Samsung world. Yeah, get a Pixel Three.
0: Pixel Three lets you lets you remove it. I don't, I don't even know if it's on my Pixel Three. Oh yeah, it is.
2: It's not on. Not on by default.
0: It's on mine. It's on mine. Yeah, yeah.
2: So. Yeah. I'm bringing it back to coding. We are, uh,
1: hold on cuz we're still we're still we're still on my topic kind of. For example, <laughs> oh god. Wait a minute, you can't say hold on we're
0: still on my my topic. We, no, For because example. we are.
1: An example of my issue with the pervasiveness of this kind of data tracking is that a guy who updated his toothbrush's firmware was notified that it now wanted his location data. <laughs> oh, we just had that. <laughs> John, it's you a want to, toothbrush.
0: Do, do you want to share, John?
2: <laughs> Eric, Eric bought uh, mugs, coffee mugs for the office that are Bluetooth enabled to your phone. That as soon as we upgraded or as soon as we installed it, it had a firmware update, and the software for some reason wants your location and would not update without it. it. I, I, poured,
0: uh-huh. I poured coffee in there, and the coffee started spilling out, and it said, "Hey, there's a firmware update." I'm like, "Oh." I guess you got to update the the mug. That was a
1: joke. It's a physical mug. Of
0: course the coffee didn't pour out.
1: Oh, no, of course because that technology doesn't quite exist yet.
0: But yeah, John's like, "Why is this why does it have to know my location to, to, to install the app?" And the app. So it's it, it's it's a cool mug. It's it's right here. It's a, it's a cool mug. It it sits here in uh, with your phone, you can set the temperature of the mug, and when there's liquid in there, it makes the liquid that temperature, so your coffee's always hot. Mm-hmm. It's really and nice. And knows where you are. And apparently apparently, it's important that it knows where you're at, too. Yeah.
1: It wants to know. And if you, think, if you think that you can opt out of this kind of firmware update, members of AAA who received the monthly magazine recently received an email that after opening it, Stated by opening this email, you are automatically enrolled and will no longer receive the printed version of our member publication.
0: <laughs> okay, John. So, John wanted to bring it back to coding. We we're running out of time. Let's see, let bring
1: it back to coding. You've got the you've got the doom and gloom title to put up on screen. But I'm yeah. too good for you. I'm too good for that. I sneak it in under the wire. There's no, 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 no. time for you <laughs> no, to no, it up it, on the it, screen. It
0: was, it was up several times when you were talking it's, to Yeah, me. it's
2: been, been up quite a bit. I, I, I keep I, I, keep
0: been I was up. told not to look. Don't look. Don't look.
1: You need an end card. This has been Doom and Gloom. From Thomas Rideout.
2: out. No, because you don't end. That's the problem. <laughs> <In> <laughs>
1: the it, even, after,
2: even after we end the show, you're still going with it. What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> I have good news.
0: Uh, I, well, John had stuff. What, what's your? I good know.
1: News? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not used to him being here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I could leave. I have no problem with that. I'm exhausted. i will go to sleep <laughs> for sure. Uh, good. I just wanted to. I wanted to bring up. That we are traveling down the road of event sourcing on one of our projects. We are. And it's, it's new to all of us and we're consuming as much information as we can. And it seems like uh, information overload at times. So I'm looking for people that have any experience that want to throw advice my way. I'll take it. We are looking at using Kafka possibly as our event store. And we're just starting to write producers and consumers to figure out how to intertwine this into the application that we are writing. And it's been fun. It's been interesting uh, talking with the team about how we think it should work and all the brainstorming. It's been very interesting. Well, that brought that to a halt. Sorry.
0: No, I'm totally on board. I, I, I'm super excited about yeah. this. And, and the think- clue ruins the show. I think, <laughs> I think the team was initially, well, I think the, the team was initially very nervous about this direction, but the more research we're doing, the more they're starting to embrace it. It's going to be, I'm really looking forward to actually getting some code up and getting some functionality going. Um, I mean, we basically had a client that just, essentially dictated this has to happen. Like this is how this application
2: was that it became dictated that way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And rightfully so. so.
2: We think we're going to go down this road. Nope. You're going down that road. Yeah.
0: That's what, that's what
2: I want. I want that exactly
0: that do that. But we're not sure. No, that's what I want.
2: (laughs) We're having a brainstorming session today. And I kept saying, let's just do focus on this piece. And the person I was talking to kept going back and like trying to add on. Well, what about from over here and over there and this and that? I'm like, let's no, let's start here. Let's figure this piece out first, and and then we'll figure that out. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Marcus, didn't mean to throw you under the bus there.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm curious about the event sourcing stuff, um, but i um, you know I I've, I'm in an embedded environment. We're done with new tech, kind of. Okay. So I just I don't get the chance to use it.
0: I thought you, you guys are like you guys are the new tech industry, though. Everything new
1: you guys do first—that's something I'm working on privately. But we're not we're not really breaking down barriers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, th- right. I think it's it might be one of those things you could retrofit into uh, the application. The yeah. the big thing that I like about it is you never lose data, and you have data that you didn't know you might need at some point in the future.
1: Right, yeah. Yeah, and I'm totally on board with that. That's, like, the reason I like it so much, because uh, it is just a data dump. It is just the feed of everything that happens ever. Um. Hmm. But then you get into... The reporting problem. I mean, just writing a report for information you're intentionally gathering is difficult. How do you write a report well, for something? It makes it easier.
2: Once you once you have your stream of data, you may not be thinking of a report you need. You can write a consumer that consumes all the events and basically writes a completely different database that makes it super easy to to consume or create the
1: reports you need. How long does a consumer, a, a new consumer on a billion records, take? I don't know. Cause I that's, haven't one yet. that's our issue I mean, is that if we were to do that successfully, we would have to have additional servers in a cluster to handle the volume of data we have. Cause the volume we have is ungodly. Yeah, I think well, that's, the, part, that's of the like part of the idea. Big data.
2: Yeah. And I, some things I've heard from people doing big data like that are, you know, you may think of this and set it up. You may have to let it run over a weekend, but It'll catch up and then you now you have a completely new data store to be able to pull reports in a completely different way.
1: But that's people doing big data. That's people with big data hardware and configurations. We're not a big data house. We have I, I would say twenty servers total for our network.
2: Well, it doesn't have
1: to be big data.
2: Once you have the the records, once you have this event stream you write your new consumer and it's going to take some time to catch up, but it's not going to take months. It will it may take a couple of days depending on how many events you have. I suppose. So I don't, again, I don't know. I haven't done it personally. It's just, you know, from videos I'm watching that talk like that of, yeah, we, we collect millions of events a day. And then at some point down the road, it could be years down the road. They think of a new a new schema they need, and they just reconsume the events.
1: I'm I'm just tired of these so-called liberal experts.
2: What? Uh, what? The,
0: where well, did that come no. from? What What are you talking about? Oh
1: gosh! You can tell how you can tell we're actually running to the end of the show when I just ramble.
2: That we do this. I
0: mean, <laughs> we, we've been at the end of the show since we started.
1: Then, what are you talking about? Can I? Where? Can I close on on some Here. positive news?
0: Oh, is it po- is it really positive? Topical, I, I, topical,
1: I just, positive news. I put to- I put doom and gloom up there. All right, go ahead. No, keep it up. <laughs> For years. The mega corporation of Disney has controlled copyright in America, but this year, for the first time in 20 years, copyrighted works will now be entering the public domain. Right. Um, Robert Frost is one of the big guys who gets quoted, but, uh, yeah, Mickey Mouse is no longer under copyright protection this year. So, 2019, do with Mickey what you will. <laughs>
0: I'm sure there are plenty of people in your business who will who will take you up on that offer.
1: Yes, uh send me whatever you come up with. <laughs> Some very
0: inappropriate things will be done with Mickey in 2019 apparently.
1: Yeah, it's I'm I'm excited. Uh this is uh, you have you noticed the Sherlock Holmes situation right now where there's currently five franchises for Sherlock Holmes?
2: No. I See I've seen multiple, uh, t- or at least one TV shows, there multiple.
1: Yeah, there's so there's Sherlock, which is the Benedict Cumberbatch. There's Watson, which is the, uh, spinoff. No, it's a it's a I think it's a Fox property focusing on Watson's role in Sherlock Holmes. Um, there's the Sherlock Holmes movie with Robert Downey Jr., there's the Sherlock Holmes movie coming out with uh John C. Riley and what's his name? There's there's currently five active Sherlock Holmes properties in mainstream production. Um and that's because Sherlock Holmes was right at the cutoff for copyright and it's in the public domain. Anyone can make a Sherlock Holmes. Thing, uh, but since 1992, that cutoff date got extended an additional 25 or 30 years. It's been it's been a long, long time. It's been 20 years since anything new has become public domain where anyone can make something out of it. um so There's a lot of really great stories, a lot of really great ideas that have been locked down by vested interests preventing them from being made that are now going to be in the public domain and I'm excited to see new stories actually hitting the marketplace and it's it's a big win that Disney was not able to extend the copyright again after 75 years of owning the copyright for Mickey.
2: Is that what it used to be 75 and then it got extended to 100 is or,
1: it's, it's or 75 like now it's 75 mm. years after the passing of the author or the creator. So essentially, three generations after you die, that's when your copyright expires. I have to check. I think I have a book that
0: of uh, uh, Sherlock Holmes teaches you Pascal. I have to, I have to find that book.
1: <laughs> I,
0: I, I'm serious. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I have a book yeah, like that.
1: I don't doubt that. That's because Sherlock. Anyone can do what they want with the original Sherlock Holmes media as long as it relates to the originally written content uh, th- th- this interesting stuff about robert frost is that there have been collections of robert frost's poetry published but they all stopped with his works past uh 1922 so if there are people who have very well-known works in the public domain but then the rest of the work for the rest of their lives is not well known because it's not in the public domain. Uh, and the, and one of the first things being published uh, in 2019 is a complete collection of Robert Frost's poems, which has never been published before in the public domain. So now it's just there. Now now when you go to Google and search Robert Frost's poems in 2019, you'll get all of them, which you didn't before. And to think that in somebody who lived in 1922, you couldn't get their 1923 poem, it's kind of weird. But Mm. now, yeah, uh, The Road Less Traveled is the last poem that he published in the public domain in 1921. That's why everyone knows it.
2: Interesting. Thanks for sharing. Cool. Let's wrap up. That's,
1: that's good. I love it.
0: Alright. That seems like a good spot to wrap things up. Um, I appreciate everybody who, and their patience with our experience here. Our experiment. Not experience. Experience is what happened. but uh, Whether or not we continue down this path, I, I feel like we will. Uh, but obviously we need to figure out a few more few more things here with uh with our new workflow but uh i hope i hope people watching the video have a little bit more appreciation for for the the contact the context they're receiving the content they're receiving um trying to make it a little bit more informative uh besides that i don't know man thanks again wait a minute wait a minute i got, I got a scene for this thanks again to uh all our patreons Patrons, patrons, patrons. Yeah, thanks, thanks again for our patrons. Hold,
1: um, hold on, hold on, waiting for it. Slow down. <laughs> if you, uh, if you <laughs> wish to become a patron,
0: uh, hey, there the, it is. There's the link at the bottom. It's Patreon.com/slash/phpugly, and uh, feel free. We're gonna, we're going to. I need to order. What is this. that? Just says Sean. Yeah, well, that's that's what Sean is, and. I just export the list, man. I I don't I don't, uh, I don't have to tell that dude's,
1: you. That dude's building a public profile. We have to put his full name on there.
0: He didn't put his full name on there, so I don't have to tell you, man. But uh, yeah, I'm still I'm still getting. I need to order the the mini lanyards for uh PHP ugly for for the people I promised that to, and uh, we'll be getting the mission control lanyards out as well. Uh, probably. Probably next year. I mean, the, the you know, next year being in a couple weeks. I mean, we got so much going on here at the end of the year. Uh, we'll probably get uh, those packages going out uh, first week, first week or two in January. So, look for those um, soon. All right, I think that's gonna do it for episode. What episode? One thirty three. Is that it? One thirty three. Yep. Sounds good. Ap- episode one thirty three of PHP Ugly. I, I am Eric Van Johnson.
1: I'm John Congdon. I'm Tom Rideout. (laughs) That was weird. Why did that take so long? I was engaging with our audience. Excuse me. (laughs) Keep it ugly. Keep it ugly. Keep it ugly. Thanks for listening to this episode of PHP Ugly, and thanks to our sponsors, the Diego Dev Group. If you're looking for developers who care about the code they create, the communities they build, and the solutions they implement, then reach out to the Diego Dev Group. You can find the Diego Dev Group at www.diegodev.com. That's www.diegodev.com. Show notes and RSS feeds can be found at www.phpugly.com. Follow PHP Ugly on Twitter at phpugly or join us in our Discord channel. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or in your favorite podcast listener. A rating of five stars is always appreciated. Until next time, keep it ugly.